0: I want to talk about resistance because it's such an important part, an ingredient, I mean, really of life in general, especially with business, creative pursuits, you know, where you got to really deal with that intrinsic motivation. You know, it's the blessing and the curse of being your own boss because you get to decide when you're working and when you're not working. And the reason why this is relevant to me right now is because currently as I'm recording this, I am... Air quotes that you can't see behind on this podcast. So, technically, the podcast that I'm recording right now should have, in order to keep up with my schedule that I originally set of Tuesdays and Fridays for season one, should have been live like a week and a half ago, two Fridays ago. And instead, I'm recording it on a Monday night so that tomorrow my friend Joe, well, today, whenever, by the time you're listening to this, so that the episode with my friend Joe Milmine can go live, and I'll still have a solo show between Joe's episode and Lex's episode. I just let myself get behind, and what I wish I could rewind and tell myself is, Nikki, remember when you were in grad school in your final semester And you were seated at a table with all of your new classmates, the incoming folks who were just starting grad school. And your professors asked you what was your number one tip for the new people coming in. And what did you say? Well, here's what I said. I told them that if you're not going to actually do something, for example, if you're not actually going to write your paper till the end of the semester, don't spend the entire semester dragging yourself energetically through the mud to be like, this weekend, I'm really going to do the outline. This weekend, I'm really going to find my sources. Uh, This weekend, I'm really going to blah, blah, blah. And then every weekend, you're like polluting your time, your weekend every day by telling yourself you're going to do this one thing that you you're not actually going to do until the final weeks or whatever it is. There's two sides to this coin. Forgive me for being a little all over the place because I kind of want to talk about both sides. It's a little bit about putting the pro in procrastinate and how to actually enjoy the process. Like legit if there is something that you know you want and need to do, but you're a bit resistant to it. And that resistance is really just because you actually have other things that are more immediate that actually need to happen first so on one side of the coin what I want to tell you and again me tell myself this is like dude if you're not actually going to do that thing until a week from now a month from now a year 10 years from now whatever it is please put it on the shelf and let yourself off the hook for not actually doing that thing right now if it doesn't actually have to be done right now and or you know you're just not gonna actually do it right now cross it off the list move it. Set a reminder in your Google calendar. It doesn't even have to be on paper. Set a reminder on your Google calendar or whatever it is to like ping you and remind you when it's time. But like energetically cross it off the freaking list and don't look at it anymore. Because seriously, if you're doing the shuffle, the to-do list shuffle, I do it. And I've been doing it for literally weeks now with this podcast episode. With this one podcast episode, which is really fun to record sitting here in my closet while everyone else in my house is asleep. But I've been putting it off. Episode 25. Episode 25. Mm. Cross it out. Add it to a new list. Move it to a new sheet of paper. All right, today we're going to do a clean start. New sheet of paper. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't have to be that way. So that's the one side of putting the pro and procrastinate and just really getting clear and honest with yourself about the actual amount of time it's going to take you to do something, when is it really important that you actually do the thing? And it's not necessarily about waiting to the last minute, but again, for me in grad school, for example, when we would write a paper and it would be like most of your grade was this research paper or article, I would wait until the last couple weeks, you know, till it was due. And I would kind of beat myself up over it the whole time when I wasn't actually like getting that head start. This semester is going to be different and I'm going to get a head start and whatever. And I never did and I just wish I would have given myself that permission to just enjoy that weekend whatever I was doing without feeling like I should be working on this but instead what I want to do is this. You know what I mean? Okay. So that's one side of the equation. The other side of the equation, I mean, there are lots of resources in terms of resistance. If you've never read Stephen Pressfield's book The War of Art, You got to read it because that was my first, just my first experience in looking at resistance in a new way. So the summary that I wrote actually in a blog post, which I will link up at naptimeempires.com. I wrote it in a blog post way back when in 2013. And my summary was resistance. This is my summary of the war of art by Stephen Pressfield. Resistance is real, an evil force trying to keep you from doing what you were created to do. The stronger you feel resistance to something, the more important it is that you do it, unless, of course, you're feeling resistance to something harmful, so don't do that. Also, and this is the big one, to be a pro, you have to commit and do your work. This is the key right here. The hardest part isn't doing it, but starting it. So make yourself sit down every day or whatever it is for you and crank something out. It's not a coincidence that when you sit down and make an effort, miracles happen. The words come. It's God's way of rewarding you for doing your work. Bottom line, you owe it to yourself and the world to do the work you were meant to do. Do it. Right? It's not always that simple. And I have new layers and appreciations for resistance and what it means. I don't necessarily think it's evil. I think it can be our friend and really helpful and reframes and all of that. But it's just something that we all deal with. And so since I'm fresh out of a batch of resistance, literally this is what resistance sounds like on the other side of it. This is me starting it right now because I've been resisting doing this solo show for some reason. I just wanted to document it because it's something that we all deal with. So like I said, if you know you're going to resist something, just keep it real with yourself. Be honest and then let yourself know like, all right, this is when it's actually time to get serious. Otherwise, we have time to play or focus on other things and that's okay. Guilt free. Let yourself off the hook. But then when you're actually in resistance mode, I just want to encourage you when you're ready to get over it and when you're ready to actually do something about it and you're ready to be Densky's with your resistance. <laughs> I love my friend and coach, Susan Ferraro. I'll talk about her all the time. Just call her suits We should probably be on a first-name basis. I mean, you should be on a first-name basis with her because I'm going to talk about her all the time. But I love this idea because she comes from a design background, used to... Well, she just has a really cool design background. But anyway, she was talking about drawing and how sometimes if she would have resistance, it would be like, draw a dot. Like, if nothing else, just draw a dot, which is basically like, just start, right? The hardest part isn't doing it, but starting it. So sometimes if it's like, I have a list, I need to do this, I need to write this, I need to, she's like, just draw a dot. And so that's what I would encourage you to do. Kind of like if you know that you, you know that in theory you want to go work out or move your body, or do whatever it is. So sometimes the hardest part is actually just getting dressed. I mean, let's be honest, not for most of us, because most of us get dressed in workout clothes but never actually work out. So the next level would be actually putting your socks and shoes on Socks and shoes and like car keys if you're going to the gym or actually walking out down the driveway if you're going to go for a walk, which I did go for a walk tonight. I think that was largely responsible for the reason why I'm here in the studio recording this podcast right now because I just needed to move like I needed physical resistance. My muscles needed to move. My body needed to sweat and I just needed to push through it. But just think about what is the dot? What is drawing a dot look like for you? With this thing that you're resisting. Part of it could be sometimes legit. The resistance is saying, no, don't do this. This isn't right for you. So that's something that nobody else can tell you. Like you have to follow and trust your gut there. If the resistance is saying, no, this really isn't right for you. But A lot of the time, the resistance is just something that, you know, once you do it, you're actually going to feel better. And this is another thing that Susan was helping me see today and really thinking about, like, what is the emotion on the other side? I've heard Shailene Johnson talk about this before, too, where she's like, if you're working out because you want to see washboard abs after 30 minutes of cardio, you're not going to stay motivated, You're not going to care or be excited about doing the cardio because you're not going to see washboard abs right after 30 minutes of cardio. If you want to work out because of how it makes you feel, the immediate, you know, response and reaction and immediate result of how you feel after you work out, then that's going to be more sustainable. Because then you're going to just start looking forward to what is it that happens right after you work out, the endorphin release and all of that. And this is what Suze was talking about too. It's like when you actually cross that thing off your list and you actually feel really great about it. Like I'm going to just float on over to my bed to go to sleep tonight because I finally did this podcast. It's going to feel amazing. And so you want to think about how are you going to feel once you've done that thing? Because so often we avoid it because we feel like, oh no, it's going to feel like work or whatever the story is in our heads. We're avoiding it for a reason, right? but it's not actually true because we still feel like poop while we're in the resistance mode of it. I can't even tell you how much energy I have lost and flushed down the drain, the imaginary drain over the last two weeks because I was behind on my podcast and I was like beating myself up over it. Even though logically I knew like, Nikki, this is okay. It's actually your podcast, you know, and no one has even made a peep about it. Cause you probably need to still catch up on all the other episodes. It's quite all right. But for me, I was all priding myself on, this is exactly why it happened. I'm sure of it. I was like super excited because the month of which month just ended March. I had a great month in terms of evergreen and folks joining a course about copy, like probably the best evergreen sales month I've had and as long as I can remember. And I was like, is this just because of the podcast? Because I'm just actually showing up. I think I talked about that maybe in the biz baby blues episode, but I was like, is this because of my consistency muscle? Like, imagine my little bicep. I'm like, is this because I'm actually being consistent with the podcast? This is amazing. Is this, you know, and then I launched my first mastermindy experience called the Trimester of Awesome without a sales page and filled the group, more than filled the group, in a span of like four days just because I posted in a Facebook document in my private Facebook group, The the Playground, which you're welcome to join. But, like, I was on a roll, on fire. I was on a roll. And then all of a sudden, hello, sabotage myself. Now, this is also where I can bring in The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, if you haven't read that either. Again, I'll put all the links in the show notes, but I'm not making the show notes tonight. So they're going to be up a couple days late because this is my win. This is me drawing a dot, actually just recording the audio for this. But I'll put the link in there because it's like when good stuff happens and we do get on a roll— The Big Leap talks about how we have that internal thermostat and, like, a tolerance level for how good we're allowing ourselves to feel. And if we start to get feeling really, really good and things are going really, really well, then that's when we finish off the Cheez-Its from the pantry. Yes, that's a very specific example because I did that today. I don't even normally buy Cheez-Its, like, and I say that for Bryson, but I really... Yeah, I ate them today. I was eating my resistance today. But you sabotage it. Like when things are going really well in business, then you pick a fight with your spouse. Or things are going really well at home, and then you let something fall through the cracks through your business, you know? And it's like, that's bull honky. It doesn't have to be that way. We can, you know, bump up our own limits, dissolve them in some cases, but we have to be aware of them anyway. So again, I told you I'd be kind of all over the place and I'm going to continue to be all over the place because I have one more example that I think is worth including in this discussion. And I would love for this to be a discussion. So please, if you haven't yet, join the Naptime Empires Playground at naptimeempires.com slash Facebook so that we can have this discussion because I just think it's really valuable to hear other people are going through this and get ideas and kind of workshop ideas on what do you do when you're feeling resistance. And the last thing you want to do is the thing that you know you most need to do. But basically, along with the drawing a dot theory, I think back to a few weeks ago, or maybe a couple months ago, I don't know, when Bryson and I had gone, and Deakin, and we had gone to FedEx over on Lagoon Drive. It's the most beautiful FedEx location, I'm sure of it, in all of, I mean, maybe the world. It's just beautiful because it's Lagoon Drive. You see this beautiful lagoon, you see downtown Honolulu and Diamond Head, and you see the airplanes that are coming in and landing. I did a Facebook Live on this. I don't even know if I've talked about it on another previous episode. Excuse me if I'm repeating myself. But basically, we were just watching the planes come in, and it was so cool to see that there was a plane that was coming every few minutes. One would land, and then the next one would come, and then the next one would come, and then the next one would come. It was just a constant steady stream of planes coming into h And we were just sitting there watching it. And it made me think of how, like, so often we get so scared about this one step, whatever that dot is, whatever the next baby step is in that project that you're working on. And we get all... Fear and frozen and whatever. And then we don't take that step. So then of course it feels like crap because all the other planes are now trying to reroute all of those other next steps. The universe is now trying to like completely realign and be like, hold on guys, hold on guys. Or I think of like Lucille Ball and the chocolate factory, you know, when this like everything started to get out of control Because they couldn't just like keep it moving, keep it moving. There's a kink in the hose. I mean, how many metaphors and analogies can I throw in a three-minute span right now? But you know what I'm saying? The point here is like once you take that next step, the next step is going to become available. The next step will be visible to you. But you actually just got to land this plane, draw the dot. Like take that one next step and then the next one will become available. So if part of you is afraid that you don't want to take this action because you're not sure what's going to happen, of course you don't know what's going to happen. Of course you don't know because you haven't actually just done it. You can't see from there yet until you actually step up and get a better view. One of the things that I've said a lot about Naptime Empires, sometimes I say that a course about copy felt like a box that I accidentally packed myself into. Like, I love that box. I'm thankful for that box. I've built an empire out of the box and served hundreds hundreds of people. But it is just one slice of what I would love to share with people. I say that Naptime Empires is like a box that I'm building to step up onto. And I don't even know that Naptime Empires is going to be my thing forever. But I know that it's my thing right now. It's a conversation that I want to have. And by saying that I'm stepping up onto this box, it's like I have a clearer view. I have a better viewpoint from here. I can see things. I can see more possibilities. People can see me better. And so it's kind of what I want to say to you about If you're worried about the next step and not knowing what's going to come after it, try to suspend that concern and know that your only job, the only thing you need to do today is to draw the dot (laughs) and to trust that the next step, the next line, the next squiggle or swirl is going to appear That's it. Just draw the dot. So that's my main message for you from my closet tonight. Coming out from the other side of resistance, I feel 100% better already. I'm like over here on the other side of the fence. And I'm reaching my hand because I know how poopy it feels. I literally felt like my head was just a block of resistance. And there's all kinds of tools like tapping, EFT. I could do a whole episode on that too because I know it sounds cuckoo, but I actually love it. I love it and I can't really stop talking about it. Anytime someone asks, I'm like, I know, I love to talk about I love to talk to skeptics about tapping. It's called the emotional freedom technique. And you can just Google it and find a bunch of YouTube videos. I highly recommend Brad Yates. Anyway, so we can talk about that too. That's another tool for moving through resistance. But in the meantime, just think about baby steps. The one next step, what's just the one plane that you're going to land because the next one's going to come in very reliably. It's going to show up for you. Again, you show up, then providence comes too. Anyway, again, I know it's a little all over the place. That's cool with me because I'm proud of myself for breaking through my resistance tonight and recording this episode for you and for me. All we got to do is draw the dot. Thank you, Suze, for that. Thank you, Stephen Pressfield, for War of Art. Yeah, just think about how great you're going to feel. Like how great I feel right now going to bed with my head hitting the pillow, feeling like, great job, Nikki. Yeah, maybe you finished off the Cheez-Its, but you went for a walk. You had a great family dinner. You did your exercise DVD. And now you've recorded the podcast that you've been putting off for like two weeks, you know, it's going to feel good when my head hits the pillow. So I want you to feel good when your head hits the pillow tonight. And in order for that to happen, I just want you to think about what is the dot for you? What is the one little thing that you can do that's just going to help you breathe that sigh of relief to be like, all right, I'm back. I'm here. Let's do this. Let me know, again, in the comments, in the Facebook group. I'm really curious. And again, we can definitely build up a bank of ideas. There's no one singular way. I mean, dance parties are good. Walks are good. Conversations are good. But as long as you keep it super simple, don't try to get too big for your britches right now and be like, okay, I'm going to whip together the whole website today or, you know, whatever. Again, keep it really, like, S-T-U-P-I-D simple draw a dot you've got this I'll talk to you next time this show may be over but the conversation is just beginning head on over to naptimeempires.com slash facebook so you can join my free Wait, did I say free I mean, priceless rapidly growing community of naptime empire builders for deeper discussions behind the scenes scoop and of course updates whenever I've got new stuff coming up for you naptimeempires.com slash Facebook. See you there. See you next time. Thanks for listening.